Podcast. It's Dane here with Wags, and today we have an incredibly special guest, uh, Super Bowl champion, uh, former Packers defensive back, Jared Bush. Jared, welcome to Lombardi's Legends Podcast. Well, thanks for having me, guys. I think it's a it's an honor and pr- privilege just to kind of be on the stage with you guys and uh, just talk about the, the Packers and just the, what a legendary team this is. And uh, you know, just again, just thanks for having me on this this great platform. Well, listen, we, we always, when we, we have a chance to talk to a great player like yourself, we always start with the same question. Once a Packer, always a Packer. So, Jared, how does it feel to be a Green Bay Packer? Yeah, that's a great question, Dane. Uh, man, it's it's sort of surreal, you know, uh, but at the same time, man, you work, you put, put in a lot of hard work and uh, you understand, like, what the community means to the team, um, as well as the, the tradition that, that brings – uh, the winning tradition, uh, just the, the support of the fans, like, are just undying and, you know, it's remarkable. Um, the fans have definitely just been, like, the heartbeat of the team. Uh, so you, you're definitely proud to wear the package G and to go out there and just give it your all. For sure. And, Jarrett, we like to take a, a little walk down memory lane, so if you will. Um, as Dane said, you had yeah. a great, great, great career with the Packers. You come in in 2006. Uh, the, unfortunately, you didn't latch on with Carolina, but but our luck, you were able to, to sign in in Green Bay. You walk into that locker room, and there's some great players in the locker room across uh, all the position groups. But in your position you group, you've got Charles Woodson, uh, who's just signed in Green Bay in that offseason. We've got Al Harris. And you've got fellow rookie undrafted free agent Tremont Williams. So, uh, walk us what that moment was like when you first walked into the locker room and as you got to get to know some of these guys that you spent a lot of time with in Green Bay. You know, definitely spent a lot of time with those with those guys, um, you know, from the locker rooms to the barbecues to uh, shooting, you know, um, just shooting ammo, you know, out on the fields. And um, you definitely kind of just get cl- real close. And I think that was one of the things that definitely played a huge role in our success was – uh, the team chemistry and the team building that we were capable of doing, uh, you know, to lead the way, Mark McCarthy definitely kind of encouraged it and uh, just allowed us to, uh, it only allowed us to flourish more on the football field to, to allow us just to play faster and understand like who each other were, you know, just our personalities. And uh, it was just, just a blessing to be around some of those hall of fame players like Charles Woodson, Al Harris, um, you got, you got, you know, Brett Favre, you got your Aaron Rodgers and uh, just a pleasure, you know, just to rub elbows with those guys and um, just to allow that success to just rub off onto you as well as some of your successes onto them. And uh, just to work together for a collective group effort, um, it's tremendous, uh, a tremendous opportunity and uh, you, de- you definitely don't want to take it for granted. So you definitely make the most of it. Well, piggybacking off that, I mean, the tradition of Green Bay, I mean, you're, you're there with, Hall of Famer Favre, uh, Hall of Famer now Aaron Rodgers. Um, but what's your impression of the community of Green Bay? 
I mean, you come to this, this is a town that's not really like any other professional sports town in America. Um, did you enjoy your time in Green Bay? And, and what was it, what were the fans like? Because uh, we're a pretty passionate bunch here in Wisconsin. Yeah, oh, definitely very passionate. Uh, I, I definitely feel like that is the, the makings of a Packer fan, this passion. Uh, I definitely feel that the passion rubs off onto the players because I think that's what makes Tile Town so great and the Packers, geez, you know, playing for the Packers so great. Um, and I, th I think just without passion, I, I don't think the game goes. You know, I think that's what brings people together, brings family together is the passion for football. And uh, I, th I definitely feel that it just, just plays a role in just the community. It plays, a, you know, plays a role in just like who the, the human beings are as fans. And um, it definitely just rubs off, you know, the electricity that the fans give off. And it just creates that home field advantage like, like the Packers will have uh, coming this, uh, this Saturday. And, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a great game. And, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be a remarkable matchup with, a, a, you know, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. So I'm excited for it. I know the Green Bay's, there's electricity in the air. Uh, they can't wait for it to kick off. And I can't wait for it either because playoff football, man, win or go home. It's so the intensity of it. And talk about passion, and I think this this game is going to be epitomized of passion. And so, um, you know, like I said, just can't wait, man. Just got you know, just allow the work to kind of just play its role, and um, you know, can't wait for the game to just kick off. For sure, and I, I'm yeah. getting jacked up just listening to you talk about <laughs> it. Man. Um, is there any chance they can get you in to do a pregame uh, talk uh, with the team before the game? Um, are you going to the game? On, are you going to the game on Sunday, or are you going to be um, watching from afar like many of us? Um, I, I haven't, you know, made touch, um, contacted any, anybody for tickets, but I think just spending at home with my daughters, I think that would be suffice. Uh, just and just enjoy the game. I think. Uh, with the cold, especially with my two little girls, you know, it might be a little rough. But if I get a chance to go, I definitely won't, won't deny it. So uh, it's just a matter of time. We'll see um, when it comes. It might be a game time decision uh, when it comes down to it. When you look at this year's team and maybe specifically this um, uh, defensive back group, um, we just going off of my pre uh, previous question about the talent that you played with. So I know you're probably pretty biased, but you look at the talented group that is there now. Uh, it's a, a much younger group uh, than yeah. maybe not quite as established as is when you guys went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. And uh, but what are some things playing on this year's team and what stands out to you? I think well, I mean, you, you, you said it. Um, they're young, they're fast and they are furious. They are relentless, and that's how they play. And I think you got you got to tip your hat off to them because I mean they're not they're not fearful out there. They're going out there and, and laying their ears back and going after it. And that's how you got to play in football. I mean, he who hesitates, I feel like, is lost out there. So you definitely have to keep going and keep the keep the pedal on the metal and just all gas, no brake when you're out there. Um, you're gonna make mistakes, and you don't dwell on too much. And uh, I think that's the way they're playing. I think that's the way you have to play. Uh, the Tampa Bay does have the experience with with, with Tom Brady and uh, Jason Pierre-Paul and some of the other guys in Dominican Sioux, but and we got youth on the sides. They are fast, again, and they are elusive, and they're going to play all lights out. Um, I'm looking forward to you know Aaron Jones doing what he does, Jamal Williams, Devontae Adams, you know, Jair Alexander, you know, Kevin King. You got C.J. Savage back there, man. man they're going to be religious back there, man. They're going to be flying around hitting people. You know, getting up with excitement and intensity and passion, you know. So I'm excited, man. 
uh, it's going to be a great game. I can't, I'm looking forward to it. And, uh, you know, I, like I said, I just can't wait for it to start. Jared, you mentioned the cold weather, and it might be tough for your daughters. Wags and I talk a lot about uh, this uh, on our podcast. And we're curious from your perspective, does it matter that it's cold at Lambeau Field? Is that another gear that the Packers feed off of when you played? Um, you know, is that just talk? Or does the cold matter when it starts snowing at Lambeau from a home field advantage perspective? Oh, having home field advantage is huge. It's monumental. Uh, you know, as in Green Bay, you go out and get groceries. You go out and go sledding with some of the guys. You go out, right? And so you it becomes you become a, um, a acclimatized. You become accustomed to the cold weather. You're able to just adapt, and you're able to just to uh, be be okay in that discomfort of being cold and coming from Tampa, they're probably not used to that. So you definitely want to just fully, you want to take, take full advantage of that. And I remember playing, there's some, there's some of the guys lining up as receivers, man, you could, you could tell that their, their will is broken because they're in this cold. And so if that, if that plays a huge advantage in, in the win, in the game, so be it, you know, that's the advantage. That's the frozen tundra. That's the home field advantage that Green Bay has. And by all means, any warm weather team, they better get ready because it's going to be a cold one. And that's what we expect. That's what we want. When we had Earl Dobson on the podcast, and I don't know if you're familiar with Earl, but he was part of uh, the uh, Packers team that was won Super Bowl 31, uh, went to Super Bowl 32 the following year. He mentioned that he actually walked to and from the stadium uh, uh, and the NFC Championship game when they beat the Panthers in the 95-96 season. Um, And when he walked home, uh, he literally couldn't pass a, a fan's house without them giving a beer. He said he doesn't really remember walking home too much uh, after that game. <laughs> so I'm just kind of curious. It sounds like you have really, really loved having a connection with the fans in Green Bay. Um, so I, I, do you have any interesting stories uh, that uh, you'd like to share about um, some firsthand experience or mixing it up with the fans or even just um, being able to interact with them um, in, in some way? I think just the unique experience, I think, just going to the hospitals and seeing some of those people who who might be uh, in, in some hardship times and some tough, some tough times. I think that that's something that definitely is a enriching moment, uh, a moment that you cherish, that you that you're elected and that you've been nominated uh, to to go and to help this person, to give this person hope and to, to give this, this this person maybe, you know, their, some of their, you know, their last wishes. And I think that's something to be grateful for. It's something that you definitely hold on to. And it, it def- it's something like, again, when you asked that question, that was like the first thing that popped in my mind was just enlightening people and just seeing people's, you know, kids, maybe just, you know, elderly people just have their eyes light up, you know, and they're in a tough spot. And I think that's one of the most, again, the most fulfilling moments that, that any player could, could have, could have uh, and just giving a kid or some elderly person like their dream of being their favorite, you know, meeting their dream player. And that, my friend, is just like what you live for and that what you remember. You made uh, a, a living, like your bread and butter, uh, special teams, you are a huge part of a lot of great Packer teams with your contributions to the special teams units. Are, are, yeah. 
are you all just wired differently to gun down the field and do that? Because that that looks like a harsh job. Wags and I didn't get past high school football, and we played special teams. We're like, uh-uh, uh-uh. Yeah, so, yeah, so, so tell me, I mean, you wired differently to be able to do that and to do it for nine seasons? Because, man, that's punishing. You know, it definitely takes a, a certain mentality and a type of a personality to step on the special teams. And, uh, you know, you got to be ready to go. You know, you definitely got to have your gloves up, gloves strapped on, mouthpiece in, ready to go. Because if you're not looking, you might get knocked out. And uh, I, I think that's just what it is. Almost like a, they call it like a running brawl. You know, that's how I kind of describe it. Because you're, you're running, you're sprinting. But at the same time, you're wrestling with this person that's trying to block you or you're trying to block them. Or and then come off and make a tackle. It's it's fast and furious, man. Like it's it's almost kamikaze, but at the same time, you know, there's definitely a technique to it. And uh, you know, you just gotta be ready, you know. And um, you know, there's some people who aren't cut out for it. There's some people are. So it's just I think that's how a lot of times you weed people out. And uh, and I think it just creates a tremendous value as well if you can if you can do both. And I think that's one thing that I definitely um, uh, took a lot of pride in. Um, that was one of the things that Ted Thompson asked me to, to kind of step into step into as a role. And um, you know, when you get asked, when you get asked a, a tremendous role like that, you definitely want to uh, put your best foot forward and uh, do as best you can. When we're talking about what makes you tick, um, mm. you're a Northern California guy. Yeah, you share that in common with with Aaron. Um, so uh, tell us, was that something that you bonded over? I don't know what your relationship. Uh, is or was with Aaron obviously played with him for a long time but um, he comes into Green Bay the year after you uh, certainly um, uh, has that uh, kind of no cal swagger if you will that cool that coolness so so what what is there about um, that background that that makes you guys tick in a special way as well well, I think just the um, the culture of which you come from. I think, you know, the schools, we both went to junior college at American River and Butte, uh, Butte Community College. They definitely played each other. So we definitely have would have that rivalry. And uh, we always kind of yell at the bark at each other about the score, who won, this and that. And, um, you know, I think just, right, just some of the, the land monuments there. You know, uh, you got Marine Brewer, you got Sacramento, San Francisco, you know, you have um, right, Santa Cruz, you have so many like other monuments and that you talk about places that you visit, you know, where certain family are located and like, oh, you know, my auntie or my uncle lives, you know, in, 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 a, in a region like, you know, that's similar to theirs. And I think you definitely share that common bond, that common commonality, that, that common, um, that commonality of just like uh, where family is located. And uh, that's where you were born. That's where you were raised. And uh, you definitely share some memories uh, in, in, that, in, the, in those moments. So switching gears a little bit here, I would, I would really kick myself. And I think the listeners would as well, if uh, we didn't bring up the Super Bowl run that you were a huge part of, um, something that really stood out to me and, and I'm curious the impact and, and how this came about, but you were named a captain for the playoffs and on through to, to win that championship. And I'm wondering how, how does that come about? How do you hear about that? And what does that mean to you? Mm. you no, know, it means a lot, you know, um, just knowing that from coming from college football, um, I wasn't elected as a captain and I knew I felt like I, you know, kept in qualities. It just, you know, I was only there for two years and then coming onto the Green Bay squad um, is definitely something that I earned, I felt like. And, uh, you know, I think it's just allowed 
um, your character can just flourish and, and allow your character to kind of just play for play out play out you know at the end of the day and understand like who that person is the accountability the responsibility that you held yourself the standard that you hold yourself to and um the way you held yourself um the way the how you the way that how you played played the game and um the way you i mean how how good a teammate were you you know what i'm saying did you you know did you hold your teammates accountable were you accountable you know did you pick your brother up you know and i think those things definitely just you know, it makes you feel good, you know, that your teammates think of you like that, you know, as a captain. And uh, that can only just, uh, you know, just like a badge of honor, you know, it makes you feel good. And uh, you try to, with, with that responsibility, you definitely kind of uphold yourself even higher to a higher standard uh, to make sure that you're doing everything right that you can. And, um, you know, I, it, again, it didn't happen overnight. It was definitely something that I had to, had to learn, that I watched. Uh, Charles Woodson, Brett, Aaron Rodgers, you know, um, a lot of those guys, you know, along the way. And that's what, that's where you learn, just by learning about watching. And uh, I was just happy, you know, just gratified again, just to uh, wear that C in my chest and represent it well for the Packer G. And when we look at the game itself, you had a big game, especially after Seawood uh, went down with the injury. You had some additional opportunity, you came up with, the play of the game, as far as I'm concerned, the big interception, um, you know, you were all over the field making some tackles. Talk us through that. I mean, is it, it's got to be a little bittersweet in a way. You're getting an opportunity to step up in the big stage, uh, but Sea uh, Woods go, goes down. What did that feel like in the moment? Was that surreal or you just have to focus on, we've got a game to play. I need to just focus on doing my job. Yeah, so... Focusing on doing your job. I was like, when, when initially when he fell, I was like, no, he's not here. He's good. You know, like, <laughs> come on, we're from dirt on it, man. Let's go, man. Let's go. Let's go. And um, when I saw, I was like, when the assault, just him grabbing, you know what I'm saying, on his shoulder, and I saw just the, uh, the excruciating pain that he was in, I was like, dang, it didn't look good. So I was like, you know, okay. And then, like, the coaches came up and like, hey, man, you got the full role now. You know what I'm saying? So step up, step in there. You know what I'm saying? So um, the only thing that didn't change was that I was still on special teams. So I had to take on that. I had to take on the full role of playing nickel and still do special teams. So I was I was pretty exhausted at some points. But at that point, I was like, you know what? Hey, man, you leave it all out there. And if you collapse on this field, at least you, you, know, at least you walk away as a Super Bowl champion. And, uh, you know what I'm saying? You say it's all worth it. And so that, I mean – you see where the chip, where the chips fall, and fall where they may, and you know we got it done. At the end of the day, your coaches did a great job of, of utilizing us and putting us in the right places, you know, but to use, utilize our strengths, and uh, you know we came away with a win that day. Yeah. Hey, does it get old watching that fourth down and seeing you around that football and that's an no, incomplete pass? <laughs> no, it doesn't get old. Um, it just brings a smile to your face every time, man, because it's like it just. It's so it's such a great play. I feel like it was just it was it was well timed. Um, I messed it up during practice. You know, I totally blew it. I totally like was just offbeat on the quarterback, and um, I was just I was just elated again. Like when uh, when it happened, just because I timed it up right. You know, it was a routine throw, and he lofted the ball up, you know, down the middle, and I just went and got it. So, did you kind of know that play was coming? Was there some something that? you were picking up in the pre-snap reads or some type of, um, you know, uh, indication that that might be the route that they were going to run? 
film study film study film study film study uh something that i saw you know being in the middle of the field it was third down i believe it was an empty set it's a, a crossing pattern that came across ben roethlisberger's face and it's just a nice like routine throw where mike wallace is running away from sam shield so it's a difficult route for sam shield to cover um basically rubbing him off the route to give been space to for Mike Wallace to to get upfield and um, to get some yak, get some yards at the catch, and I kind of just intercepted it, and uh, you know, and the way we went, you know, it was definitely a, again the film study was definitely crucial. I wouldn't have learned that unless I, unless I was able to learn and watch some of the vets ahead of me, and uh, I give them a lot of credit and the coaches as well. Dom Capers were putting me just in that position just to be there. Yeah. Woods didn't say anything to you after the game. I mean, we saw him on the sideline with the arm in the splint, but he had to have been proud as heck to, to see what you accomplished. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he just told me, man, I was proud because he knew I was hurt. I think I sprained my wrist that game, too, and I was, I was pretty hurt. And uh, I was like, I'm not, I'm not backing out of this role. There's no way. There's no way. There's no way in heck. There's no way in heck. And, uh, you know, I was just proud that I was able to come with the win kind of solidifying his Hall of Fame career as well, um, as well as everybody's professional and reaching the pinnacle in our profession. So when you look at this year's team, kind of pivoting back uh, to the game this week, you know, what what do you think? Um, do you have a prediction for the game or is there any key uh, matchups that you think uh, we should uh, be paying attention to or, or looking at that could decide uh, or have a significant out, uh, impact on the outcome this week? The matchups? Shoot, it's got to be both quarterbacks. You know, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I mean, you got some matches, right? You got uh, Mike Mike Evans and uh, Kevin King, right? Um, Jair Alexander. You got Gronk. Um, you know, that's he's a big he's a big man, so he's gonna be, he's gonna be a challenge to cover, um, right? You got Antonio Brown. You know, who not sure how much they're gonna utilize, but you know that he's capable of making a play anytime when he, when he steps onto that field. And so it's going to be a game. You know, the defense is playing well, too. So, um, but again, can't take away, you know, what, what Green Bay has done. Uh, it's going to be a great matchup. I think we match up, man, face-to-face. And it's going to be a dog fight, man. I, I, that's what I hope for. You know, I feel like when it's lopsided and when it's a blowout, it's, ah, you know, it's not that entertaining. But when, it, when it's close and there's something on the line and it's close from from the, from the first quarter to the fourth quarter, that's what makes the game engaging and captivating. You know, and um, that's what makes football fun. You know, I think it's in, it brings that passion because you're, you're, you're waiting in suspense of like what's going to be the momentum changer that allows whatever team is going to come ahead. And uh, hopefully it's green and gold. You know, I'll be rooting for them. So, Jared, as we're as we're wrapping up here, uh, we want to be mindful of your time. But um, not every day we get to talk to captain of the Super Bowl champion, Packers. OK, um, where do you find inspiration from now, yeah. now that you're not on the field? anymore you know I'm curious where you find that from what motivates you and where your interests lie now I think my my, my inspiration is just how can I help others and you know I feel, I feel like a Super Bowl as as a football player like you help inspire others inspire inspire the youth you know other football players um and then I think when you're finished up I think you look at yourself and you look at okay what what else has the good Lord given me you know what I'm saying from your high power and um, ways that I can use that platform to still inspire others and give people good news and hope, um, even though I'm not playing on the football field and give me, give me guys something to cheer for. 
Um, so definitely my family and um, just seeing them, uh, seeing them grow and being the example that I want them to mold and to guide into. And um, yeah, I mean, you, you, I just feel like, right, you, you fight so you fight through, through so many struggles being a football player. Like you, you just want to tell your story. I think for me, I think I was just blessed just to like tell your story, tell like some of the trials and tribulations and the struggles that maybe people don't hear during your playing days. You know, like how did you really get to this point? And I feel like a lot of people, they see the, the finished product like, oh, he's Jared Bush, he's, he's an NFL player, Green Bay Packers, Super Bowl champion. But like they, they really don't hear like the, some of the struggles of how they got here. You always see the finished product. And so I think that now that is my, my opportunity to utilize and to inspire and give hope to people. And we so appreciate that you uh, were able to come on and join us and do a little bit of that uh, for us today. We'd love to have you back on and maybe talk a little bit more about maybe some of your background, if you'd be interested in doing that, maybe down the road. Uh, yeah. But for, yeah, for now, um, certainly just want to thank you for joining us. And um, um, Dane, do you have anything else that you wanted to run by Jarrett before we let him go? Jarrett? Uh, we always like to finish it the same way. Can you give us a go, Pack Go? Oh, yeah. Go, Pack Go, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. Thanks, Jared. Have a great night. Right, appreciate it, man. All right, fellas. Thanks again for having me. Yeah, see ya. All right, take care.